Hovering is intended for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult themes, including references to sex and drug use. Listener discretion is advised. Alex Duncan and Plot Twist present Hovering, Episode 2, Testimony. was from somewhere else? Look, I'm not the kind of person that makes stuff up to prank call or, oh my God, if I thought I'd got a police officer out of bed for a funny joke, I'd die. I know how it sounds. I mean, I know. I don't have any other story to tell you. That's what I saw. Okay. So... It was silver. Kind of silver. Kind of silver. And about as big as a large van. Yeah. But it was a pretty long way out. It was about two kilometres out. And what, six metres above the water? Yeah. And what was it doing? What do you mean? I mean, why was it there? What did it look like it was doing there? Nothing. I mean... I don't know. You said it was humming? Yeah. Did it look like a weapon? No, it... I don't know. Or a satellite? Or a weather balloon? That technology is so No, that's completely wrong. I'm just trying to understand. I believe you. (laughs) No, you don't. That's fine. I believe you believe you saw some. That's not the same thing at all. What? Is that girl watching us? Hello? Did you see her face? Yeah, she was young. Fern's daughter. You know Fern from the church? I don't know. Are you new in town? I work at Deidre's on Short Street. Ah. Tenille. Ah, you know me now. I've never had a conversation with you in my life. I don't drink coffee, it makes me itchy. Sorry. I feel like you're not really taking me seriously. I wish I had the words to convey to you how it felt, but it was not. I'm not drunk. I wasn't unsure of what I saw. That tree's real, yeah? Isn't it? What? Is that tree real? Yes. I mean, of course it is. How do you know? I can touch it. Yeah, but you're not touching it. You're just looking at it. Have you taken any illegal substances tonight? I promise I won't charge you for anything, but... What? No marijuana? Why? Because I dye my hair blue. I can't have been the only person who... I believe you. Well, you're doing a shitty job of consoling me. And you're doing a shitty job of being a police officer. But I guess what did I expect in this shitty town? You're not the only person who called me. Actually. So maybe talk to them and you'll stop treating me like I've got a mental health problem. 
Right. Okay. Weird, right? I don't really know her, but I've heard people say things. Like what? I don't know. That's she... I don't know. So what did you do then? So then I went to Toby's. A little boy? Yeah. Okay. Please. Take him. No. Sorry? Whatever he's done, it's not my problem. Sorry, Mrs. Arcot. I, I'm not. You're not a... after my son? You want to sell me girl guide bickies at 3 a.m. in the morning? Uh, I am after your son. Oh, I told you, Nathan. Oh. Uh, I'm after Toby. Toby? Is he awake? I don't know. No, look, he's always awake. He's in the cubby. He sleeps in the garden by choice. I, I, I don't think I... You, have, you have nothing to worry about, Mrs. Arkell. Toby rang the police station and I, I wanted to follow up with him personally. What about? Something he witnessed. He, he hasn't done anything wrong. No, nobody's in trouble. Jesus Christ, he's seen something in that little telescope. What was it? Uh, a, an unusual object in the sky. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Constable. He's just... He means no harm by it, I can assure you. He's, he's... Look, he's the sweetest little thing. He's just... You know, he's very imaginative. Can I speak to him? Of, of course. Toby, police want to arrest you. Uh, he's in the backyard, did you say? Yeah, I'll go get him. I I'll go see him out there if that's okay with you. Hey, ooh, are you sure? It can get pretty squishy in there. <laughs> it, it'd be a real help. Be my guest. Mind your head. Pretty cool place you got here. I don't invite strangers in, so think yourself lucky. Did you call Seti? Uh, I wanted some more information from you first. Too late. It's gone. There has never been a true discovery of extraterrestrial life on this planet in the 80 million years we've been sentient, and now maybe there never will be. Okay, I am trying to help you, but but you need to cooperate with me too. And when you tell someone that, that you've seen Martians, they're going to ask you some questions. It wasn't Martians, you dick brain. Mars can't support life. This isn't Star Wars. This was a real extraterrestrial spacecraft that I saw through this telescope that I've been looking through every night for the past year and a half since I was in grade four. You're out here every night. Why is that? Because there's more to the universe than what's in a 10 mile radius of Durham and that's interesting to some people. It was obviously a mistake to call you, but there's protocol. You have to make contact with the leader of your country and the leader of the UN and I tried and they wouldn't put me through and now everything's fucked up because I'm the only person in Durham that's not a numpty. 
You know, there are people who look through telescopes for a living, don't you? Why, why didn't one of them see something if this is a real extraterrestrial sighting? I'm not saying I'm the only person who saw anything. I'm saying I have information and I'm trying to pass it through to proper channels. Okay then. What, what did you see? I'm not repeating it and I'm not giving you my notebook. Are you listening? I'm listening. It was spherical and luminescent and it seemed to have no problem navigating in the dark. It wasn't a weather balloon or a drone or a satellite because A, it didn't make any of the movements those things are built to make and B, it was made out of a material unknown to man. Unknown to you? Is that a question? Sorry, continue. It first became visible at around 2.07am at a short distance from Orion's belt and it grew larger as it grew nearer. I initially thought it was shimmering due to passing through the atmosphere and it continued to shimmer even after it reached its destination. We seemed to be about 4 metres and 20 knots out in the bay. It was smaller than I expected, smaller than a meteorite and larger than a medium-sized satellite and it sent out a clear message that sounded like pulsar clicks which I failed to record or translate properly because I was too focused on contacting you. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Thank you. And I drew a picture. You can fax that over to NASA when they call you wanting to know what the knobheads in Durham were doing when the spaceship flew past. You drew this. It's really good, Toby. Oh, thanks, Mr Grinham. I can sleep happy now knowing that someone believes in me. Are you done? Is that absolutely everything you saw? Yeah. And did anything else unusual happen today? Like what? It seems pretty cold out here. I, I wouldn't spend much time out here unless there was something I wanted to get away from. Leave me alone, please, or I'll call Mum. Okay. Thanks very much for your cooperation and, and I'll get in touch if we need any more information. I'll uh, see myself out. Please do. So that's it. So? I mean, I think that kid's incredible. Yeah, he's full of it, but there's something going on. I don't think he's full of it. I've seen him at school. He reminds me of you. No, he doesn't. How? What about the girl? You can get them onto counselling stuff, can't you? Well, I can't quite imagine Mum getting someone onto counselling because they saw little green men in the sky. She didn't say she saw little green men. Do you think someone's drugged them all? You think they all what? Group hallucinated the same thing? Well, then what? I mean, she said she wasn't on anything. She wasn't even drunk, so... Unless she was drugged... It has to be drugs with you, doesn't it? Yes. That's where my mind goes. Drugs can do weird things to people. I'm aware. All right. Do you think differently of me because I've had drugs before? No. Because it's the gay community. You're going to be hard-pressed to find anyone. Well, who's... I wouldn't know, would I? <laughs> I didn't say you're gay. I said the gay community. Don't have a fit. I wasn't. Although you are very good at giving blowjobs for a not-gay man. 
I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. All right. Take them into custody and charge them with wasting police time and handcuff them. You're allowed to. That's not what I wanted to hear. What did you want to hear? What you really think. I told you what I really think. <sighs> Tell me again. I think these people desperately need someone to believe them. I told them I believed them. I said exactly those words. But you don't believe them. Of course I don't believe them. So imagine how hurt you would feel if this incredible thing happened to you, this, this huge event, and the minute you told somebody, they thought you were on mushrooms. You believe they saw aliens? I don't know. I don't think they know. They're terrified. And alone. I just think you should be there for them. How am I supposed to do that? I don't know. I mean, get Leo in for an interview for sure. That guy's dodgy. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Marple. I'll get him in for seeing extraterrestrial activity and then pretending not to. Can't you get him in for speeding? I mean, that's your mum's favourite offence. Don't tell anyone you heard that. I really shouldn't have played it to you. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? I already keep everything quiet. That's the deal, isn't it? I might just leave. Cool. Sneak out while no one's around. That's probably safest. Hey. What is it? Just stop before you go too far, okay? Investigation into unidentified flying objects spotted in the vicinity above Baker's Bay, Durham, 1st September. Codename Green Ghost. Hovering was written and directed by Alex Duncan. It was produced by Alex Duncan and Claire Frost. Our series is performed by Alex Duncan, Simon Caulfield, Shane Francis, Artemis Ioannidis, Lily Fish, John Mark Desengano, Maud Davey, Veronica Thomas, Margot Morales, Tariro Mavondo, Aaron Walton, Rihanna Curran, Jules Stevens, Lucy Lovegrove and Caitlin Spears. Sound recording and dialogue editing by Claire Frost. Additional sound recording by Stupid Old Studios and Daniel Burnett. Special thanks to Creative Kicks Media. Sound design and mixing by Melissa May. Music composed by Audrey Vixen. Cover art by Phoenix Wardell. Full credits and further information available in our show notes. <laughs>